Right, uh, time to focus in on some uh, women's rugby now and uh, with the newfound urgency for the women's game in this country, that's undoubted. The Super Rugby or Picky is already back in the news cycle with the four squads already named for next year's season. It's beginning in March or Picky will be an extended competition in its next season with the NZR listening to feedback that more, not less, was the priority for the women's rugby on our shores. Defending champion Matatu uh, announced a strong squad yesterday as they plot their title defence, but it'll be with a new head coach in Whitney Hanson taking over from Blair Baxter in the south. And the experienced Alana Bremner will captain the side, and Alana has been good enough to join us this morning uh, to talk about uh, her squad and the prospects ahead. Alana, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, look, exciting news because uh, you've uh, asked for more rugby, you're getting more rugby. Not only that, you're getting more time to prepare. So it's looking like it's all coming together quite nicely for you girls. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we wanted. Um, More games and this next season we're going to have a home and away and a final. So that's a couple more rounds than last year. So, yeah, the more experience, the more games we can have. Um, that's the purpose of this competition is to is to grow our experience in these in these higher levels. So it's, it's exciting for New Zealand rugby. And, and Alana, the 12-week lead-in into the competition as well, I mean, in previous years you've hardly had any chance for a decent build-up, but this time around it's quite a concerted period of, of preparation. Yeah, no, it's awesome for the girls that we've obviously got a lot of the girls across across the four squads that aren't professional currently. So to be able to come in and start training early and get get a better preparation um, for the season, it, it's going to be great and set them up well well um, and have a bit more of an advantage than previous years. So yeah, the longer preseason, hopefully that means more preseason games and a little bit more time to develop in these in these high levels. So it's great to see. Well, uh, Matatu have named a very strong squad um, and I would imagine you're pretty happy with that. Whitney Hanson, of course, first uh, year in, in full control over the squad. What have you made of, uh, of of your fellow squad members? Yeah, no, it was super cool to see all the new signings. Um, yeah, a bunch of fresh talent and it's really cool to see some talent um, come through from the South Island. I know Otago and Tasman, they've been working super hard on, on those developing the pathways there. So to have a few of those girls come and join the squad at Super Level is awesome. Um, yeah, some I haven't played with before and some I haven't played with in Super Level, so I'm really excited to see how they go. But yeah, I know Whitney, she's, she runs a uh, runs a great cutter and she's, she's going to be awesome to lead this team this year and everyone has huge respect and is excited to play under her. So yeah, really, really looking forward to it. So how closely will you get to work with uh, Whitney? Obviously, she's had uh, experience uh, with uh, the Black Ferns as such, but how, how closely will you work as a team? Will, will, you be, you know, will you be communicating a lot with you as captain? Yeah, I've worked with Whit for probably the last like five or six years, so I'm quite lucky. I've got a really good relationship with her, and she likes to. Um, she's a really people-first coach, so she is really close with a lot of the girls, and um, I'm sure I'll be working with her a lot. And we've already kind of started talking about Matatu already, so, yeah, she's got some exciting things in place, and um, I know she's got exciting... Um, yeah, she's, she's got a big future for this Matatu side, and her as head of Matatu, um, it's been great to have her in a role that she can focus purely on developing the game um, at this level, and especially across the South Island. I know she's doing some amazing things for women's rugby, so yeah, really, really looking forward to having such a passionate person in charge of this program. 
I was reading this morning about uh, Liv McGovern. Now, Liv McGovern's uh, turned, or oh, I don't say she turned her back, but she, she went overseas to play for uh, Exeter uh, and uh, did extremely well over there, getting them through to the final. Uh, all of a sudden, she's decided she's hungry again to come back, and uh, she's part of your group as well. Yeah, no, Liv is, yeah, we're, we're all super excited to have her back. She's been training with us, and, yeah, no, she's an extremely talented player, and um, it was really cool to see her go over and play in the Exeter Chiefs and how well she developed. She played a lot of 10 over there, and you could see she was she was loving her rugby, um, and I think, yeah, she's come back. She wants to put her best foot forward, and... Um, must too. That's where I think she's going to really excel and be able to do that. So, yeah, super exciting signing to have her, and she's obviously brought fellow um, teammates and a chief teammate Charlotte over as well. So, um, really looking forward to playing with her, and it's always exciting having some internationals come join the program, and they bring a lot of different things. So, looking forward to that. You mentioned before about the development of uh, South Island in particular coming through into uh, the Matatu squad, which you. Uh, you're really enjoying. Uh, what about the pathways from from school to club uh, to Farah Palmer, etc., to Orpiki? Are you you happy with the the doors that are starting to open up the pathway for for younger uh, women players? Yeah, I think that's something that they are starting to focus on a bit more. There's been under twenty camps across um, the country, which has been really exciting to see, and I actually bumped into a few of them after their one that they finished in Christchurch um, a couple of days ago, and. I think it was a really cool step for them to see when you're coming into these high-performance programs. It was, like I guess, a little bit of a taster of what you can expect at this level. And, and there were some awesome people in there doing a great job. But um, just knowing people, just being their authentic selves and what it takes to kind of be at this level. Um, and, yeah, so that's really cool to see. Um, there's, there's, I know there's great people putting in a lot of work and that's probably something that's going to continue to grow. Um for the younger girls coming through, but um, yeah, the more pathways, the better, and the the better it's going to be to to jump through these levels. Now that you've had a chance to reflect on uh, the WXV first edition, which was outstandingly successful uh, in terms of getting big teams back together, facing each other, what were the what were the big things that uh, you got out of those encounters with with France and with England going forward? Yeah, no, WXV is an awesome opportunity to play these top teams um, from around the world. So it was really awesome for us to be able to match up against some of those teams, England, France, um, Wales, and just, I guess, to see where we're at against, against these sides. And, yeah, there was a lot of takeaways from us, and we've got a lot to work on over summer, but I think it was quite a – it was almost a good for us to be able to, to, be able to have that and see where we're at because in the past there has been a couple of years between encounters and – and it can be a little bit hard to see where you are at. So, yeah, we took a lot from that. Um, we've got people who have got some more game experience now at these high levels, and, um, yeah, really cool to see where we can go as a team. But, yeah, lots to grow on, as I said. And, and in terms of that, our relationship um, with uh, Australian women's rugby, how do, we, how do we develop that? I mean, how, how do we get to the point where playing against Australia is more of a test. I mean, that's the, the most accessible opposition for us, so it makes sense that we can perhaps play them on a real, more regular basis. But we want those games to be competitive leading into these other games against England and France, etc. How, how, how do we get that closer together, you feel? Yeah, um, Australia, the Willows have definitely been fighting some battles in over the last year, and they're pushing for a little bit like more in their programs. And you see a lot of the girls are trying to make a full-time job out of it. They go from Super Rugby International and then they go overseas and seek 
I guess, full-time rugby. So they're in Japan. You know, there's a couple in England. Um, just trying to get them more game time. And I think until they get those programs and pathways in Australia, it's going to be difficult. But, yeah, we can support them. I know the the more we get to play against them, the more games they have together. You can see how how much they grow when they are together for those long periods of time. So, um, yeah, really hoping hoping those girls can can get that more time together that they deserve. Um, and you see them pushing some of those teams when they had been together. It was pretty cool to see them grow. Um, and yeah, hopefully Super Rugby can eventually go in where we can we can join up and play against each other at this this next level. That would be an awesome thing to see. Alana, now that we've uh, got this extended program or Picky's being expanded, etc., what is uh, what is the remainder of your season? I mean, this goes uh, now uh, looking like starting in March. So, h- how does the program work for you and uh, your uh, Mata Two squad members now? What what is the program compared to like last year, where there was next to nothing? And um, so, yeah, as I said before, some of the players that aren't professional aren't contracted as a black fern. Um, have a little bit more resource to be able to train in these couple of months prior. So that's really cool for them. So we see a lot more girls come in and train with us during the day if that's possible. Um, otherwise, the afternoon sessions, there's, there's a lot more girls that are able to take a bit of time off work to be able to do that. Um, and, yeah, longer pre-season, which will mean more games. And, yeah, that's what that's what we asked for, and we're getting that slowly. Um, so it's really cool to see. But... Also, I think it's going to take a bit of pressure off the full-time workers not to have to go back to work during the week if if, um, if that is um, if they're able to do that. Um, it's going to take a little bit of a pressure off for them. So, yeah, no, cool to see. I think more time together and more resources and more preparation um, going into the season. So for you, as uh, basically, uh, are you class yourself as an absolute full-time rugby player now uh, with the contracts, etc. you've got? Yes, yeah. No, so we have the ability to be full-time. I think there's about 10 in the Christchurch hub at the moment. Um, there's a few hubs around New Zealand. So, yeah, no, it's a pretty pretty cool to be able to do this full-time now. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to... It's always awesome for the super season to have... Uh, probably about over 100 athletes or across the four teams be able to experience the full-time or semi-professional at least um, and see how the game has potential to grow. And uh, looking towards, and I'm not preempting anything here because you've still got a lot to contribute in New Zealand, but uh, when you're looking at f- uh, perhaps uh, closing things out later on in, in your rugby playing life, is the scope there to play overseas? We were just talking about Liv McGovern going to, to Exeter. Is it, is it a possibility like in the men's game where you could finish off your career quite well financially overseas? Does it come to that point yet? Um, I'm not sure the game's quite there yet, but the way it's going, it could be um, something I definitely would be keen to look into, um, especially just to experience um, coming out the end of my career, living overseas and being able to play for a team would be would be a dream of mine. So, um, yeah, it's probably not yeah yeah uh, there yet, but um, it's something girls are looking to do. And you see some of the girls that are playing over in the um, playing in the league in Australia, and um, some of them are coming to Super Rugby and then also going overseas. So you can kind of make a bit of a full time out of it and make a bit of money um, that way. But yeah, it's definitely not there yet, like the men's game. Okay, just finally, uh, looking across the border at the four squads, uh, Alana, for this year's um, All-Picky or next year's All-Picky beginning in March, 
you're going through and as the uh, playing three champions, obviously there's pressure on your shoulders there. If you look across the board at the four squads, how do you see them placed in terms of uh, evenness as such? Yeah, hard to say. Um, they're all looking really strong. I know the Hurricanes for their um, looking, they've got quite a lot of more talent from their region right now, which is pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, all pretty strong and it's going to be hard to say. Uh, like I said, it's a straight final, so um, every game matters, every game counts. And yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to these um, these matches. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't, couldn't give you an order at the moment, but yeah, all looking pretty pretty evenly matched. It's looking exciting and uh, of course uh, the best news of all is that they're giving you more money, more time to prepare and uh, making a, a much more even playing field in that regard as well. Hey, great to catch up, uh, Alana. Congratulations on being named uh, as captain of the squad. Wish you all the best in your preparations. Welcome. Thank you very much.